0: This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey everyone! welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book show where we take books from the past week, recap and review them. Let you know what we thought about them and then give you recommendations of the books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Mm-hmm. There's also a collaborative show in which we encourage you to chat with us. Share your questions, comments, or recommendations in the super chat of this YouTube video. The reason why we encourage super chats is because uh, they cost money and it helps to pay for all of this stuff. There's that's the transparency of Comic Pop. Thank you for you know participating in this this this, this duality. That is, uh, that is the, the, the information and, uh, you know, money exchange thing we're doing. Uh, that also helps because also the, the, the chat goes nuts and uh, it's hard to, like, pick out who's saying what. And it's, for me, it's just easier to to isolate who's saying what when it's, like, there's a little box around them. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, by the way, no reason, you know, if you, if you don't want to do that, don't, don't worry about it. Also, speaking of things you don't have to worry about, but if you want to do it, it helps us out. Go to patreon.com slash pop <laughs> for early access and updates about stuff like that. I actually have to write the update for what's going on this week because this week is a little mixed up because of the holiday. The, uh, the American the holiday. The American holiday that's coming
1: up. The most American holiday, I Yeah, saw.
0: literally the, <laughs> yeah. Unless aliens attack us on the same holiday, in which case the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. That's right uh with tyler lucas for example in the super chats helping us out very much thank, thank you very
1: much thank you thank you tyler. so much uh
0: so yeah uh that's all we got for the front loaded stuff um so let's jump into it oh as if see helping us out thank you very thank much thank you Asif. thank
1: you thank you uh so
0: a bunch of books came out this week that we want to talk about so let's not waste any more time no
1: there's no there's no time
0: it. there isn't any time there's so much to talk about and of course one of them is going to be batman dan number three it that's finally right. ended the, it's, it's and, and it ended Yeah. Um,
1: We're not going to talk about it yet. No, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. No spoilers.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So. Please. but we'll uh, probably
1: spoil it when we get there no that's true no spoilers to our thoughts on it
0: that's right so let's jump into it first thing I want to talk about is Transformers Ghostbusters number one written by Eric Burnham with art by Dan Shoning.
1: literally did not think you were going to go there
0: well I am going there <laughs> we are there and here it is uh this is a crossover of epic of, of biblical proportions then what do you mean biblical well cats, uh, and, dogs cats and dogs living together, living together. Transformers <laughs> and Ghostbusters walking side by side Cybertronians and Decepticons working together to battle the forces of Evo Shandor, A.K.A. Gozer himself, or oh. herself, that is to say.
1: It's just like the go-to.
0: I know for I know.
1: Ghostbuster villains. Uh,
0: so the, the the conceit of this, it looks like it's like an alternate history kind of story in which the uh, you know there's the war on Cybertron. It goes badly for the Autobots. They bail. They get into an arc and they they go for greener pastures, <laughs> A.K.A. Earth. The Decepticons inherit Cybertron right before uh, they're about to celebrate. Um, You know, Megatron, Starscream get into a little bit of a squabble. uh, And then Gozer appears. And what's great is that, like, because Gozer appears in, like, pre-chosen forms, and because Gozer appears in the form of the world that he, she is going to be destroying. Yes. He, she appears, along with some terror dogs, in in, in, in auto-robot form.
1: That's cool. Right. So she's in disguise.
0: She is in disguise. Well, I'm, she's pretty much just Gozer.
1: Da, 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 da. Oh.
0: But it's pretty dope uh, to see Gozer appear. Megatron stands before her. Shouldn't even get a chance to really ask if they're gods. Uh, which of course Megatron would have.
1: Well, literally, just like alright, so this is indicating that like Gozer has like one bit. Yes. I show up, I take the form of whatever, dogs.
0: Dogs, lightning. gateway, lightning. Yeah, and in fact, we get a huge sequence in which she... It's its literally a recreation panel for panel, shot for shot, of when the Ghostbusters face her, and uh, instead of, you know... It's, I
1: feel like Gozer's got to mix it up a little.
0: I know. I'm kind of surprised that Gozer came as a woman this time, just because, like, we saw that already, and it's like, isn't it that Gozer could be anything? Just digs it. Just likes being a woman, I guess. Just digs it. In any event, uh... Goes Gozer destroys Cybertron. That's the idea. Uh, oh. They, they, she offers them the opportunity to choose the form of their destructor. <laughs> uh, Starscream pulls a ray, and he chooses in his mind, before anyone gets a chance to actually, like, weigh in. Uh, this pisses off Megatron to no end, and Starscream appears, before the only thing he can imagine destroying Cybertron, that's himself. Uh, he looks exactly like he does, by the way, during his coronation in the Transformers 1987 original animated movie. Uh, this time, a little differently, he's got a couple of additional pieces to him, the severed heads of his enemies, that is Megatron and, you know, Optimus and sure. so forth. Okay. So, anyway, uh, what's it called? Cybertron is destroyed by Starscream. Okay. Practically. Uh, some time passes, Starscream dies, uh, he becomes a ghost. Apparently it's a big plot point in the comics. Is the Starscream is a ghost already? So it makes okay. sense. Uh, we meet, but it, but like I said, Cybertron was not destroyed by Gozer, so no, uh, and I doubt that IDW is gonna like make that canon just for this fun little process.
1: right, right, right.
0: Uh, but also, it still
1: could be a ghost. It could be a different
0: ghost. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, but then we cut back to the Ark, some thousand years later or something, mm-hmm. uh, and we meet up with some some you know some familiar faces, you know, like Bumblebee and Eck. Who's Ek, you might ask? Well, that's oh, no. Ectronomus Diamatron. He's a scientist, and he looks exactly like the Ecto-1. You can see where this is going. <laughs> now, I thought it was going to be a big thing where it's like, no. So, like, they send Ectronomus to go to Earth as a, on a recon mission. In fact, that's what Optimus Prime does. We're thinking, oh, it's on Earth. Maybe it'll be like a flashback where it's like, oh, it's the 1950s. Ectronomus goes there. He's a Cadillac ambulance. There's a, you know, he gets screwed up. He gets left in a dump, you know, in a junkyard. Right. Ray recovers him. Ectronomus has been a dormant Autobot the whole time. No. Because this is, of course, in canon with the Ghostbusters comic book universe. Okay. This is just picking up right where the last story that Eric Burnham and Dan Shoning worked on in Ghostbusters. Uh, They're in a park. They're dealing with ghosts. They crash the Ecto One in a sinkhole. They fight the ghost, they bust the ghost. Um, It feels good. Yeah, it does, uh, (laughs) naturally, as the song goes. Uh, Starscream appears before them because he is responding to an urgent beacon uh, that is, oh, the Autobots are going to be sending, they sent Ectronomus to talk to Starscream, uh, or at least to to discover what the beacon that Starscream, as it turns out, was emitting was all about. Um, The Ghostbusters see him first, and they're like, let's bust him. So they do. Uh and then uh Ectronomus, of course, copies the Ecto 1 to infiltrate the area, uh, all within the span of like a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh he does that. Then the Ghostbusters bust Starscream, and then Ectronomus transforms uh from the Ecto 1 back into himself, and he's like, Hi.
1: And does Pete say? No, there's something you don't see
0: every day. He does not. Oh. but I'm sure there's plenty of room there's, for him. Yeah, to there's say a lot that. of
1: things for him to have not seen every day in this book. It's true. It's a it's a fun idea. It takes like two very like powerful nostalgia um, fandoms and yes. like kind of mashes them together in a fun kind of way.
0: It is. It's really it's it's pretty fun. It's okay. a it's a pretty fun story. Uh, the art alone is worth uh, yeah. checking out because Dan does a great job. Uh, of approximating, or rather, f- straight up recreating. If you've ever, never che- if you've never checked out his uh, the Ghostbuster series, Ghostbusters crossing over. They do this great crossover story where it's like all the Ghostbusters from everywhere. Yeah. And so the real Ghostbusters meet the real Ghostbusters, like our Ghostbusters, so yeah. the live action versions that can be approximated without likeness rights issues. <laughs> uh, so they do. And Dan manages to make them look like they came straight out of the cartoon. Uh, but still manages to work in physical space with like their version of the Ghostbusters. Okay. He does the same exact thing with the with the with the uh, the Transformers. They yeah. Just like they did in G one animated series. Yeah. And that's really kind of neat. Uh, so is that worth checking out? Probably if you if you like the idea of the Ghostbusters and the Transformers crossing over, or if you're intrigued by it. You know, this issue is pretty slow, but it's a lot of setup. So you know, you can you can you can expect that. Yeah. But it's pretty fun, so I recommend it in, in as much as it's exactly what you would be signing up for. There's no bait and switches, no surprises. Uh, but maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah, excellent. So check that out. Right on. Yeah. What about you? What do you got?
1: Um. What do I got? Um. Let's see. This week, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it just barely because I haven't f- finished. Reading it because I had a bunch of catch up to do plus a bunch of things I knew we were going to be talking about today. So just really quick, I just want to mention that um, Doctor Strange came out. Um, oh yeah. I, I uh, like I said, like I can't really say much about the issue because I haven't fully read it. I do know that Eternity and the Living Tribunal
0: show up. At Ooh. Some point.
1: Literally, Mark Wade's just like and the kitchen sink.
0: Yes. Well, it's limping Here towards it the is. finish
1: line. Here it is. Here uh, so it is. issue fifteen. Came out this week. Um, I forget this is a canceled book. So. If you're a fan of it, don't let that dissuade you from picking it up because you might as well finish the story. I'm just sticking with it because I don't know.
0: Well, you want to know where he ends up so that I you do. know if, like, this So next I know writer. how my
1: pitch is going to come. No, no. <laughs> because I literally just want to know where he ends up. You're right. Because it's like I'd like to see the next jumping on point and what it keeps up with. Yes. So, what? As, a, as I was going to say, as a Doctor Strange fan, I feel like I need to at least keep up with this whether or not you like like the story or not like that's if you don't buy it that's okay that doesn't make you not a Doctor Strange fan but i just you know No, it's
0: true. I just need to know. But uh, you can also really look forward to seeing what the next writer will completely ignore and throw away. Because that seems to be a noble tradition of Doctor Strange over the last five years is like whoever takes over then throws away whatever the last person did and just does whatever the hell they want.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, But while we're talking about magic, let's talk about the DC Universe and magic because Justice League Dark number 12 came out this week and I realized I'd missed an issue so I had to go back and read that because um, I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we doing here? So I yeah. went back, and I made sure I, I, I read that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when I missed that, in what week?
0: Yeah, I think it might have been like, well, two, three weeks, four yeah, weeks Yeah, 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 no,
1: but it's just it's just funny. Every once in a while, like I don't know what happens with me in Comixology, but I'm like, cool, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. Comixology, could you give me a, damn pull list yeah right just just let me know in the books that i want well
0: they're uh, really bad at that
1: yeah anyway um this issue was great just like every other issue of this book has been for me like just absolutely incredible um tynan taking on uh, explaining a lot of magical history here explaining mm. um some of the rules that are going on the lords of order honestly like it's one of those books where it's like hey are you kind of new to the magical like part of the DC universe. This is trying to introduce you to some of the more like deep pull kind of stuff. Okay. We'll also trying not to drown you in it. That's good. You know what I mean? Like,
0: cause you need to do that. If yeah, you're going to try and yeah, introduce people's.
1: Absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Um, so as we know, the, the Lords of order are like waging war because their whole plan is that in order to keep the most order, well, We'll just get rid of everything. Like we'll just get rid of all magic.
0: Oh, oh no! The death of magic again? No.
1: Well, like that's their plan. Their plan is like we'll just we'll just yeah. That that's the most order.
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: Like that way, there's no chance of chaos even right. remotely. So you know, eat it.
0: Yeah. Jerks. Okay.
1: Um. So <laughs> what, what is that?
0: Oh, this is a page from the book. Uh. Uh-uh. No. All right. No, it is not.
1: Um. So that's anyway, up the um the. F- the uh, the the refugees from Mira have like escaped to another area. Mira? They've, yeah, you know the the land that um or Mi- Mira, Mi- Mira. Making me question how to say it. I don't
0: know. Um,
1: <laughs> it was Nightmaster's like realm.
0: Oh, okay. And it's
1: where Blue Devil was in charge, right? And Chimp was supposed to be in charge, mm-hmm. and he totally failed them, and then it was unmade. Yeah. And like, Blue that. Devil has to like watch as like the people of Mira like are unmade in front of him. Yeah. And like Tech like sorry. Well, at least it wasn't me. Anyway, yeah. um in this issue, uh Diana and Zatanna return now with the power of the Lords of Chaos. Oh. They found Mordrew who like gave them a really hard time and then granted them power to in order to fight back against the Lords of Order. Okay. Um this is all a big plan that is being like, you know, quietly orchestrated by Cersei who was working with the other kind. Oh no. So the upside down man. Yeah,
0: he's back. Yeah.
1: Well, he hasn't left. Like they're working at something here. Okay. Like, they wanted like the power, I think, from a war between these like great magic users. We get a lot of amazing images in this that I really don't want to spoil for everybody. I will say that, um I think Bueno, um, is his last name? Because he has mm-hmm. three names. Oh, okay uh and I'm taking forever to get back to the page, Martinez Bueno Fernandez, that's oh. his last name, um, does a really great job of breaking the panels because that's kind of part of the idea of, of chaos. You break right. the order of things. And so at one point, Zatanna literally like pushes down a panel and then breaks it. Oh, that's And cool. then all the panels after that are not square mm-hmm. until order is re- resumed. Oh, that's great. That's it's a great really, device. Yeah, it's really spectacular. Um, at the end of the day... Um, it's Wonder Woman who has to basically, like, hold a gem, make a wish, and fix everything. Oh, wow. Because she has the ability to do that because Zatanna has questioned too many things as of late and questioned, like... The morality of, of everything. Okay. Way, so she can't do it. We also get a fun conversation about the forming of the league to begin with, and oh, like cool. the league, like coming downstairs to the basement, and like Flash is like, "We have a basement. <laughs> we have a dragon skull, like like you know, like skeleton." Yeah. And they're like, "Aquaman's like, you really need to pay attention, right?" At the meetings, he's like, "That's fair. I yeah. really, really don't. I really, really don't." Yeah, I'm good um, at this. And so, like, you know. Diana's like, I want to form a league that can help fight in the darkness, basically. Because when we were on Kalu, like, I realized that not everything will fight us in the light. Like, mm-hmm. There needs to be something else there. And they're like, who do you propose to leave this? And then she's like, me. And they're like, Martian Manhunter like, I don't see anybody having a problem with this, right? Right. No, all right, cool. And they all just leave, like, to go get lunch, basically. Okay. And like, Batman stays behind and like has a conversation with her about magic and what it is and like how insane it can be. And the fact is that like he talked to uh, Zatara at some point and how cool. Zatara was like, basically like, magic has rules because we say it has rules, and if we didn't say it had rules, we could unmake everything.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And like that terrifies Batman to sure, some degree, of and he's just like, "I don't know if you're prepared for this." And she's like, "I've walked among gods," and he's like, "Yes, but the difference—me yeah, too. <laughs> these are well, no, he's like the difference is these are humans with godlike powers, and mm-hmm. you know how humans can be.
0: oh uh, that's fun. So it's
1: kind of cool. So like, obviously, we're going to be continuing on with the other kind that that problem has not been solved. No, I remember
0: that being kind of like the. F- the first arc of Just League Dark.
1: Yes, it's been this thread, and like this is like a a magnum opus in a way, where it's like everything has been intertwined since the get-go of this series, so I'm still on board, I'm still loving it. It's just so good. It looks fantastic. It just looks so good. At one point, by the way, it's not only Zatanna and Wonder Woman who have the power of chaos. Um, Swamp Thing gets it, um, Detective Chimp, and uh, Man Bat. Oh, cool. So they get like, Creepy looking and cool. It's fun.
0: It's cool. just fun. I love it. Nice. There you go. Uh, so you recommend it.
1: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't start with this issue. Mm. You're going to need a lot. You got to go back. But it's totally worth it. You grab it and trade.
0: Yeah, right? Okay. How I, many issues is this? 12, right? Or 12. So there so you go. Not, you got
1: you're, not that, you're not
0: that far off. cj so Levin like, you know. uh, says, Hey guys, great to see you at Garden State Comic Fest. <laughs> I forgot to ask if one of you guys would cover Snowbirds Don't Fly. As someone who works in addiction... Uh, I'd love to see you tackle how horribly Ollie uh, handles the issue. Um, yeah, we'll check it out. I, I don't know about, like, how... It, it's going to take a while for Ollie to come back to Back Issues. He didn't uh, help us out very well in the last one. Uh, but, you know, I would definitely like to talk about that subject. And yeah. I think Back Issues can do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: but yeah, it was great seeing you, man. Uh, we If you would missed it, we were at Garden State Comic Fest. It was a little show that uh, we get, we do every year. We go there. We don't, you know feature it anyway. No, know?
1: but we, it, we it's like right in our neighborhood. So there's no like, reason not to go. Exactly.
0: Uh, Austin McCall helping us out there very much. Thank you very Thank much. Thank uh, Austin and Sean Beridan. I should read this, but lots of Spider-Man this week.
1: I think he's talking about Transformers and Ghostbusters.
0: He very well may, might be. <laughs> or he's talking about Dark. No, uh, I think
1: that came in earlier.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so jumping back into it, speaking of Spider-Man, a lot of Spider-Man Ooh. came out. Okay. Uh, let's talk about just one of them, Amazing Spider-Man. Number 24, technically, okay. Uh, this is a complete talkie issue. If you don't like people talking, uh, by the way, of course, written by Nick Spencer with art by Ryan Otley. Right, right, um, right.
1: Which I know you're not a big fan of Otley and Spencer. You're like, it's OK. Yeah,
0: it feels weird. Um, I'm, I think I'm getting the handle on what he is doing because Spencer, of course, wrote Damnation. Or at least he worked with people on Damnation. Yeah. Uh, he has like a real affinity for hell and mysticism, and he wants to kind of like tie these things together. Sure. Uh, all these arcs and all these stories and other books Including that he's done.
1: Including Damnation?
0: I think he is. Uh, because basically the whole issue is uh, Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio. Of course we got to get Mysterio in there because there's a movie with Mysterio in it coming out. So like, sure. how are we going to tie it into the movie? Um, but Quentin Beck is at Ravencroft, which I'm like, wow, is Ravencroft still standing? That's weird. I don't remember it being brought up at any point, <laughs> but uh, he's talking to his therapist and the therapist is encouraging him to talk about his resurrection. Cause Spencer makes a very, uh, a fun reference to the old daredevil story that Kevin Smith wrote in which like Quentin Beck kills himself. Oh. And then just like he came back and no one really talked about it. Right. And why is that? And, While we don't really get into the specifics, and I think that's deliberate, uh, we do find out that, like, Beck believes he went to hell, and he met someone there, and that someone, like, brought him back, and then he got to be, you know, Mysterio again, Um, but Mysterio is afraid to mention the name of the person who brought him back, uh, or the entity that brought him back. Uh, the therapist tries very hard to encourage him to like get past it because he doesn't believe that he ever really did kill himself. He's like, you're the master of mysticism or oh, I'm sorry, the master of illusion. Illusion, yes. W- you know, what it's do you, there's no way that you killed yourself. You, you know, you're, you're full of crap all the time. Why would this be any different? Okay. So he tries to encourage him to do that and uh, as he is gaining the courage to say the name of this person who he purports to be his tormentor bugs and other gross things like pour out of the ceiling and both the therapist and Mysterio can see them this time, as opposed to like when Mysterio is in the courtroom during the beginning of Nick Spencer's arc, mm-hmm. uh, as show a show of force to kind of like say like, don't mess with these forces. You don't understand mm-hmm. the therapist bails immediately. And it could be that the therapist is like, a, you know, an agent of this, uh, this, this entity. Well, he just
1: doesn't like bugs. Well, I don't he's know. Like, he's I was like, would... this is
0: too effed up for me. I'm leaving. Yeah. So he bails, and then we meet up with what people have been referring to as, like, the centipede person uh, again. Yeah. And so the centipede person shows up. This is the issue where we find out what they actually want to be calling this character.
1: Oh, okay, great.
0: Uh, But the centipede person is like, hey, I'm back, and I'm horrifying, and we're doing... Don't forget, like, this is a new Spider-Man book that's kind of be more, like, horror-tinted. Ooh, Oh, Spider Man! Also, of course, he has like a cute little moment with Mary Jane. But again, it felt hollow and weird. And I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand why. Again, it's what I've always wanted, but it also feels really weird, and it okay. doesn't feel like it feels superficial at best. Okay. Um,
1: I really like him yelling that he's apologizing. Yeah, that's what
0: his facial. I'm e- sorry.
1: <laughs> that's what his facial expression is.
0: Yeah. By the <laughs> way, uh, it's just a nitpick as a comic book fan, as a Spider Man fan. I hate when they try to give Mysterio a face, like that. There's a face underneath the fishbowl, and they're like, "Oh, like I can." Show emotion that way. yeah. It's funnier and better if Mysterio is a fishbowl and you don't see his face, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the centipede guy shows up and he's like, Hey, like, listen, you really did die. You really did go to hell. You're really like a friend of mine, but you can say my name. And he goes, okay, okay, fine. I will. So he whispers the name. You don't get to see what the real name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, Oh, but you shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to kill you. And then he proceeds to just like, I don't know, beat him to death with centipedes. I don't know. He like, he cuts off his arms and legs and just rips them apart.
1: He just like eviscerates
0: him with the the centipede arms. Uh, This is of course all being broadcast to Peter via a nightmare. So the creature turns around and says, Oh, Hey Peter, you've been watching this whole thing, right? Listen, like it's your fault. And so let me give you a nickname for me so that you know, who's tormenting you. When I show up, it's, it's called kindred. Oh, um, so Kindred is the name of this entity. Uh, I have uh, heard a lot of interesting theories about who Kindred is. Okay. Uh, after reading this issue and the subsequent Hunted arc, mm-hmm. I have a strong feeling I know who it is. Okay. And I'm excited by it because, like, it feels like. I mean, a lot of people were talking about how, like, this is basically the antithesis of Slot's Run. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more, and I feel like it's fixing things. Like, Slot is very much. Uh, The kind of guy who's like, everything that that happened in Spider-Man happened.
1: Right, right, right. right.
0: This this happened, and it's part of the grand event. And now I happened, and I'm going to write 300 issues of Spider-Man. And and, and you can't deny all the things I've done. I think that Spencer is like, yeah, no, some things happened, and they were great. But then other people came in, and they tried to, like, ape off of those things and make them less special. So, like, no. So I think The Hunted was him being like, because the 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 color theming the direct references the afterward thank you to demetheus and Zek mm-hmm. after the hunted and him basically putting craven back but giving editorial their own craven they can mess around with right was him being like the gauntlet was a mistake you tried to ape off something that was too good to be messed with mm-hmm. and you messed with it and you ultimately ruined its specialness but also, we're running a Spider-Man comic, so we have, to, we have to acknowledge continuity. So I'm going to make it happen in story form, but it's more or less an official retcon of you undermining this big story. Okay. Also, clearly, Spencer has reverence for Demateus stories. Yeah. I think Kindred is Harry Osborn. And I think the reason I think it's Harry Osborn is because Harry Osborn died in another Demetrius story that was really critically hailed and beloved by Spider-Man fans, hmm. in which they kill Harry Osborn in a really perfect way. They don't really do anything good with him after that. Okay. They also did a Craven slash Chameleon story where the ghost of Harry Osborn, not really a metaphorical ghost, I just mean like, Harry sets things into motion, but you don't know that until the end of that arc. Okay. But it's connected to Craven and Chameleon and stuff. Again, Demetrius and things. Um, I think that, after they brought Harry back through one more day, they've never told a good Harry Osborn story since then Mm -hmm. at all, bar none. Kassada's like, look at all the story potential. The characters that I grew up reading that were in Spider-Man are back and we're doing it. Here we go. I think that Spencer is on a warpath to undo mistakes that were made in his opinion to Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. And I think one of them is that Harry Osborn died, went to hell and that, the Harry Osborn that came back through One More Day in his flimsy-ass, terrible story that, like, explained how he didn't really die? Mm-hmm. No. I think that's a clone. I oh. think that Harry was a clone the whole time.
1: Oh. And that
0: this kindred character really is Harry Osborn. And Harry oh, Osborn, me. like, came back, or not came back to life, but, like, worked through, maybe through Mephisto... Or through whatever but Well if like, he's
1: dealing with damnation, then Mephisto's not
0: Well, but everybody
1: Except nobody cares. No one
0: cared about that and they've all put Mephisto back. Yeah. But I think that we're I think we're seeing the resurrection of Harry Osborne. Oh. Or rather the I don't know, weird reanimation of Harry Osborne. And I think they're gonna fix it by being like Harry did die and now he's back and he's a villain again. And it's like, yeah, did Harry work as a goblin? Not especially, but like, there you go. So that's my theory about this issue. That's the issue that made me think like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, So yeah. we'll see what happens. That's cool. Um, I recommend it if you're reading Spider-Man and you want to know more about Kindred or if you like M- Mysterio or you like yeah. continuity. It's kind of fun.
1: Uh, or you like cra- crazy horror images. That's true. That yeah. cool. It doesn't really
0: fit with Ryan Otley's style, but it's still
1: fine. I actually, I thought that whole that thing That whole sequence good. is pretty look, cool. It looked pretty good.
0: Yeah. But it looked a little cartoony to me.
1: Well, yeah. It helps to you know make it less horrible.
0: That's true. Mr. Roboto says, again, what about the Council of, Gre- of the Green and White Lantern Swamp Thing? Was that just forgotten? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> or undone because of rebirth. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's all, forget about it.
1: Well, there was the Parliament.
0: Yeah, the Parliament of Trees.
1: Yeah, at least, which was just recently and undone. The parliament
0: of, and the Parliament of Flowers is still around? That's new. Yeah, it's made up, but it's part of the canon now. Yeah. Uh, and of course, like who knows what they're gonna do with poison ivy now that she's been resurrected through Heroes and Crisis? Um, probably nothing because no one wants to touch Heroes and Crisis with a ten foot pole, pole. Logan Shirley says, "Do you think Spider-Man' life story will end with Miles taking over for a too old Ben? Maybe after he goes down swinging? I think Ben's gonna die and Spider-Man's gonna like have to step up and then die. I think they're gonna kill off both Spider-Man uh, in that in, in the last issue. There's only one issue left, mm. but I think they're at least gonna kill Ben and then have Peter." take over take over. The, take over again and be like ugh so we'll see okay uh, Mr. Roboto let me guess it is, is it Mephisto it is not at least not in my opinion I don't think it's Mephisto I think it's Harry <laughs> Valentino G says can't stay long uh, off to see Far From Home you rock nice, nice. glad you're enjoying it uh, we're gonna see it tomorrow mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Uh, it comes out tomorrow so
1: yeah our theaters only had midnight usually they do a little earlier I know I would have gone but...
0: I would be gone already but yeah. like yeah no our theater only had midnight and and that's, that's my fault I can't go exactly but I told you to go I know. I'm not going to go
1: with that. <laughs> it's, it's lame.
0: Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's jump into it. Uh, what else you got? You want to talk? Actually, you know what? You tell us about War of the Realms number six.
1: Okay. I got to actually get that up here. Because it then. is
0: it is the finale Yeah, yeah. of this epic Jason Aaron story that I know, you know, S- speaks to you in a big way yeah
1: I'm guessing not so much to you based no, on I-, I
0: dug it it, it was kind of cool okay. of course written by Jason Aaron with art by Russell Dowderman, who consistently stuck around the entire yes. time yes and got to do some really cool stuff
1: yeah like honestly like I think he did some really uh, interesting looking things I-, I think he tried a lot of stuff I know at times it was like what are you doing man but like for the most part kind of cool agreed So this basically is just like the only way to fix the problem with the War of the Realms and defeat Malekith because he's put Thor into a difficult situation where it's like, you got to come to Stonehenge where I'm basically going to kick your ass because I can kick your ass. Right. And I have Venom now and I'm using him as a symbiote and and a sword and I'm also giving it. Like, by empowering it via magic, my Dark Elves also can use it as well, which is kind of neat. Sure. But he has his parents, which obviously Thor would like to get back because they were thought dead. Nope, they're alive. You want them back. Only you can come here. Anyone else comes here, they're not going to be able to get through. And also, like, you'll kill them or whatever. So Thor realizes that the only way to stop this is to get more Thors.
0: Yes, form a Thor core, if Thor-core. you will. Thor
1: core. I don't think they even
0: say Thor core. No,
1: but they've used this before. Yes,
0: they've used they least... used the Thor core before.
1: Yes, and they have used like calling other Thors to to battle. Um, we see Aaron's future for yep. Thor, where he has the granddaughters who are reading the story. Yep, he, which he's is... been using
0: that a lot. Yeah. I know,
1: but I love that that usage because this battle is a battle that would be told into the future, especially among the Asgardians and, and such. And the idea of using that style of lore, I think is really, really cool. Oh, I agree. And again, like you said, he's been using it quite a bit. Um, I actually read a couple of the issues in Thor where they featured, yeah. where it was like the end of the universe, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get, uh, all other Thor to come back with them. They also pick up a young Thor, God yes. of the, the Vikings and Jane Foster, uh, manages to put together,
0: Yes, the war or the the ultimate Thor hammer.
1: Yeah, and so she also joins in the fight knowing that she only has so much time before the hammer breaks, basically. Um, So they obviously go against They They take their picks on what they're going to take down. Yeah, who they're going to fight. Yeah, and it's an epic-looking battle. Meanwhile, in New York, the Frost Giants are the only thing that are still standing in terms of... Forces, yes. And Lafayette just isn't stopping. Like, they've pretty much taken care of most of the Yeah, and now it's just a big giants. bad
0: guy to fight.
1: Yeah, except he has the... Uh, cas- Casket
0: of Ancient Winter.
1: Yeah, and instead of using it on the Earth, he consumes it so that his power is enhanced by it. Yeah. Um, so naturally, he's just breathing frost all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil has a plan. Yep. Because, of course, he is has the power of a god as well. Yeah. Right now. And um, he takes a sword, and he does a classic Daredevil move where he bounces it off of the ice around yep. him. Which is Laf- like, you missed. Yeah. And as he's saying, you missed, the sword goes into his mouth. He's like, Cool.
0: You you made me eat your sword. What what is that gonna yeah, do? Yeah,
1: nice, good, good, good work there, dumbass. Yep. Which um, is the way he very much treats this, which is kind of spectacular. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, Thor, our Thor, like main Thor. Yes. Um, main Thor, let's call him that, mm-hmm. MT, um, takes on Malekith and um starts like punching the hammer.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he can't stop it, so he's just punching it.
1: He's just punching it. And um, his dad's like, you have to use the storm. Like, you know, it's basically, it's like the mother of storms or mm-hmm. the all storm, or I want to say the all storm. <laughs> oh, beca- I, it
0: was, it's not the third Gale, is it? Oh no, that, no, no. that's the third person's no, coming. No,
1: yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The storm to end all time, but they have another word for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and um, he's supposed to use that power. And he's like, no, I am, but like, you'll see what I'm going to do. And basically he just reforms Mjolnir. Yes. Which is like really cool looking. It has a neat handle now. That's yeah. very organic looking. And he's just kind of like, yep. <laughs> yep. He's a very satisfied face on as he does that. And then he just beats the hell out of Malekith. Yeah. Um, Jane Foster's hammer is going to break. She tosses it basically across the Atlantic Ocean. Yes. And it hits Lafayette in the face, giving an opportunity for an unexpected but totally expected um, return of Loki, who, when Malakath ate him, He just was... Just waited there. He's just hanging out Mm -hmm. in there. Um, So he has the casket and he has the sword. Because Daredevil clearly knew what to do. Mm -hmm. And he rips him him open. And he's just like, screw you. And indicates the fact that he's like, the king is dead. Hail to the king. And he's like, I'm the king of the frost giants Yeah. Now Now what, jerks? So then, um, basically, Malakath is taken down by, like... A storybook style ending yes. or like a myth, like a myth style ending which i think is really cool he loses his, his powers and and his abilities and all that stuff and um is in because he is filled with fear yes and so he can no longer control the wild mm-hmm. and the wildlife around him including the dogs and the big winged tiger which i was like that's a really cool looking tiger yeah a very specific looking animal and he is ripped apart by them
0: yes and you get to see it it's cool he just he's 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 eviscerated and 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 like drawn and quartered by animals.
1: Exactly. Everybody kind of like gathers, and also those who want to take their leave take their leave, mm-hmm. um, including Punisher, who at one point like Punisher is like doing a kind of classic Captain America where he's just like telling people where troops are, what yes. needs to happen, what's going on. And, like, Iron Man kind of makes fun of him a little bit for that. He's just, like, you know... You
0: are in your element, Frank. Yeah, literally, it,
1: it doesn't matter if they're Frost Giants here. You are still doing your thing. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. I mean, Frank's a murderer, but... Yeah. <laughs> but um, he wanders off, and, like, um, Logan's like, you know, you, let me buy you a beer, man. Like, come on, the war's over. And he's just like, yours might be, but mine never ends. And, he like, off he goes. And I'm like, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Daredevil has a moment where, like, he's recovering because of the fact that um, he's like, I had the the sight and the like power and like knowledge of a god yeah and now it's gone it's like going blind all over again yeah and i was like oh that sucks and then we see venom limping off mentioning the coming carnage yes the absolute carnage if you will (laughs) knowing that he needs to recoup at that point yep um jane's hammer basically bites it, she untransforms, but like, it kind of becomes part of her. Mm. As though she's going to become some other Norse Yeah, character. some kind of
0: Valkyrie, if you will, what? since That's Valkyrie <laughs> died in the beginning of the book. And at the
1: end of the book, there's obviously a, a tease for uh, a cover for her Valkyrie number one yep. issue. Um, we see um, Allfather Thor and Thor kind of have a, a chat about the fact that like, oh no, it's it's um Thor God of Vikings yeah. and all Father Thor because they have been at each other a little bit, mm-hmm. um, having a little chat there, and um, all Father Thor is like, "Hey, trust me, you're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna show you um, what is the age of craft beer." Yes, and I'm like, "That's cute. Fine, whatever."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and at the end, um, Odin ends up kneeling to Thor yeah. because Thor is now all Father, right? And he's like, "I'm not. I'm not worthy of whatever it is that you." yeah fit to call me speaking of of worthiness right um thor, thor becomes and he gets a new well, title well yes because thor goes to pick up um mjolnir and they're like you're not gonna be able to and he's just like no 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 i i know what you're thinking everyone like you're like oh you're, gore like, was right gore yeah. was right and yes he was but what makes me like worthy is my acceptance of my unworthiness and so, like, I am, like, god of the, the unworthy. unworthy. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, it's a nice message for the rest of us who aren't a god <laughs> that there is strength in the struggle. Yes. And, like, that's kind of neat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So there you go. We bring this War of the Realms to an end there is going to be an epilogue to this.
0: As there always is. Um,
1: just kind of telling us where all the pieces fell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably pick it up and check it out just because I really enjoy this kind of mythology and, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing some of the closing stories. Definitely trying to figure out what Frank's up to. I mean, he seems to be like taking care of some of the rest of the forces that are left behind, mm-hmm. but he has like a big old like Viking Skyrim helmet on Yeah. there. Um, so yeah, and I, and I think I I'll probably at least check out Valkyrie number one. Yeah,
0: why not? I wonder who's writing it.
1: Just to see. Uh, I don't know.
0: I don't either. Hang on.
1: It should say it. It doesn't say. (laughs) I just trying to look into the thing. Yeah. Um, And then there's going to be King Thor. Yeah. So it'll be like a few. It'll be King Conan. Yeah, written by Jason Aaron. Of
0: course it is. And the covers by uh, Sad Rubik. Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) no.
1: They reunite. And I'm like, reunite.
0: Yeah, they worked on God Butcher and all kinds of other stuff.
1: Yeah, and Conan. He's doing the coaster. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you mean reunite? They've been working together well, for a while. Well, maybe last, he's
1: like... also doing the interiors. So, That'd be cool. um I enjoyed the War of the Realms. It was kind of right up my alley. Um, I don't know having stopped and peeked in on Thor occasionally mm-hmm. if it lives up to those of you who have been reading Thor this entire time. I, think it,
0: I I would assume it would. Right?
1: But like I really dug this like emphasis on storytelling. And by that I don't mean just what Jason Aaron did, but the the idea of telling the tale long into the future and that like kind of cycling back and the idea of that kind of mythology that always yeah, yeah. <laughs> No. definitely i like
0: the, the storybook quality and the playing with like it ended and it says the beginning yeah and you're like oh how cute how droll. Cute. i like cute
1: cute cute cute
0: um uh valentino g says i can't stay longer off oh no i'm sorry uh, yeah. robert Carr. courses dance lot ignored character personalities yes he did yeah uh, in service of his own pursuits uh heartless fang my break's ending soon just wanted to throw some money at you guys before i got a dash can't wait for more Aww. content Thank heartless you, Heartless Fang, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully uh, yeah, it, gets, yeah. uh, it goes very swiftly. Tybees, you guys are the best. Just sending some love your way. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Tybees. Oh, thank you. Are you are the best as well. <laughs> uh, Kozen says, uh, I just laughed. Uh, I, I started laughing when Tiffany said before... Uh, because I knew Sal couldn't help himself. <laughs> Thorcore before, love you guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Thorcore.
1: Before, I can't believe they didn't put Eric
0: Masterson Thor in there. By the way, wasted well, opportunity.
1: I love when in the like um, all Thor is like dealing with young Thor, and he's just like the frog wasn't available. Yeah, I know. I love that.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, really funny. I
1: would rather have Frog Thor. You know
0: why Eric Masterson nor Th- Frog Thor were in there because Jason Aaron didn't create him. Jason, they were all car- versions of Thor that Jason Aaron worked on.
1: Right, uh, but I also, I think, I like what he did there in his selection of that. Because yeah, it's his, his past. His present and his future. Yes. I'm like, that's really very cool. Like, no, I That's agree. just a neat idea. Mm-hmm. like, well done. <laughs>
0: and uh, Debashish Mahapra uh, says, Hey guys, this is off topic, but wanted to know what you thought of Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
1: I loved it. Yeah, it was Sorry. really cool.
0: <laughs> I liked it better than the last one. I, um,
1: I really, no, no. You liked it, but... I loved it, man. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, like, I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, critics were like, there was, like, not, there was too much, like, talking by the humans. I don't care. I like that kind of thing. I think it helps to ground them in our reality. The point is that the reason they're a threat and, like, an interest to us is because they possibly put us into peril and are our saviors. And the idea of, like, this mythology that they are continuing and taking from the past and, like, crafting to make new i think is awesome mm-hmm. the like nods to kaiju lore especially with mothra i thought was absolutely incredible mm-hmm. and i just like the world they're building overall like i am always excited and rallied even if i know godzilla is going to win because you know he might not but he'll come back i mean it's yeah. called it godzilla but it doesn't matter like i'm right there like edge of my seat like i how is he going to like fix this yeah so awesome like that final blow mm-hmm. that final scene i was like oh my god I can't spoil it because if you haven't seen it, you gotta go see it.
0: Yeah. Or Apparently most of you didn't, so, you know, there you go. Yeah. So you might want to. Yeah. I mean, not in theaters, it's gone. Yeah. But uh, you can catch I'm it on... I'm so
1: glad we saw it in theaters. Oh,
0: definitely. We saw it in, like, I think Dolby. Oh, so, my like, God. So, like, it was loud. It was
1: so good. But good, yeah. But, like, even as much as going, like, in the score for the movie... Yeah. Yeah. When they're like dealing with Mothra, <laughs> you hear the the sound or the the um the original score for Mothra, the Mothra song, mm. the like summoning song that the ladies sing, Right. the little ladies, <laughs> so. Just really cool. Just, yeah, ah, I want to see it again. I want to go see it right now, but I can't unless I like find a bootleg copy of it someplace.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm sure we could find that. It yeah, would not be hard to do, especially you know in light of how how it performed. But
1: which is so sad. But like, I guess it's just not what people wanted.
0: Yeah, is no. what I wanted. I liked it. I mean, I, I thought I thought it was fun. Yeah, I'm not a big kaiju guy, so I wouldn't be the guy to ask. But oh. like, it's cool. It's so cool. Uh, the last no second to last book we want to talk about, unless you have more
1: i do have one okay
0: uh well then the third to last book i want to talk about (laughs) is uh detective comics yeah um number one thousand and i don't know three six six three six uh the 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 cover got me it's just a big image of the specter getting in the way of the bat signal and yelling at batman saying you failed I was like, "Oh, cool! This will be like its own thing." I really expected a one shot out of this, yeah. but it wound up actually being like a, like the start of an arc. Uh-huh. Uh, story being that like friggin' the Spectre's avatar, like his his vessel, yeah. and, you know who is a cop. Uh, and his partner are basically murdered in an alley by dudes who look like the Specter.
1: Well, it's like almost the start of a Law and Order episode, but Straight then another up. Law and Order episode starts on top of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like <laughs> if uh, you know if Jerry Orbag and the other guy like found a murder scene, and then they themselves were murdered by the murderers, and then we got a new cooler group of people to investigate that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Specter shows up and he slaughters all of the Specter Woodbees, or some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like their bodies and pieces are all over the place. I think, he's, but then I they, they show he just back up. One of them. Mm. I think
1: he just killed the one guy who like challenges him. Cause mm. one of them was like, bring it.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And like the others take, um, Corrigan away. Right. And so like, Spectre just eviscer- like, completely destroys this Yeah, person. he obliterates it. Yeah, like there's but a foot left.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, by the way, this is written by Peter J. Tomasi with art by Kyle Hotz. Yes. Oh, I've never seen Kyle Hotz's work before. Yeah. And I would like to see more of it in Batman. This, for me, was like the most Batman-looking comic I've seen in a very long time. Uh, just this sequence alone of Batman kicking the crap out of these dudes like... The the fight choreography, the shots of Batman. Yeah. This panel in particular was one of my favorites, and it was so, just this just this image of Batman doing a karate move. Yeah. While, like, well, d- like d- disarming him.
1: Yes, he definitely has a more like um, older school kind of.
0: It really feels like like a refined Kelly Jones style. I
1: was literally about to say. That.
0: There you go. <laughs> Especially, I mean, like you know.
1: Well I was I was gonna say it's like Kelly Jones meets um, Sam Keith. Yes. like there's just elements of both of them in there somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, but like
1: somehow they're like both extreme styles kind of cancel one another out to make something that is a little more suitable for the average reading audience. Yeah, I like say. maybe we're not
0: gonna push the envelope too hard. Yeah, like
1: there's definitely like little flares here and there, but without going so far. Yeah that like either of them have.
0: Yeah, so the specter basically enlists Batman's help because, like, he's he's like the dude who I'm attached to is is gone, and I need to get him back, and I need you to figure it out. Yeah, but he, like he does so in the dumbest way he could. Yeah, well, in a very intent. Well, he's... It's like he needs to remind Batman, like, what the hierarchy is. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I know that, like, you're literally one of the pillars of DC Comics, but I'm the friggin' Spectre, okay? Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess it's also, like, he's the Spectre, so he's a little, like, unattached to humanity and what is the actual way he should be going about finding Batman as opposed to, like, just... Finding Batman.
0: Right, and just going to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, being like, I'm going to grow 300 feet tall.
0: Mm-hmm. I loved it, though. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, we also got like a Tom Mandrake shot of like yes. the Spectre and all, like what he transforms from like Godhead S- Spectre to yeah. like superhero Spectre, yep. more or less. Like yeah. human sized. Uh, and It's just the beginnings of a detective story. Literally, that's it. It's mm-hmm. just Spectre and Batman, like they investigate. Batman's like, You killed this dude, you blew him up. I, I don't want to work with you. Yeah. Because you're a murderer. Yeah, you're a bad guy. And he's guy. like, I'm the right hand of God. Yeah. You don't get to judge me. Like, that's my job. Yeah. My job is judgment and passing said judgment. Yeah. And Batman's like, boo. <laughs> I'll figure it out.
1: I'll take my foot in the scrap and I'm leaving.
0: Yep. And then that's it. And then, like, it turns out that these Spectre-looking dudes are part of a cult. Yes. And they are, and they keep saying the same thing over and over again, which is the host must die, long live the host. Yep. And so clearly they're trying to take control of or manipulate the Spectre in some way through his 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 host.
1: And through his stellar fashion.
0: Naturally. Uh, <laughs> you know, where is this going? I don't know. It's just kind of a fun little, like, for- forgettable Batman story. But, like, the art for me, I'm like this is exactly what I want to see. Like, <laughs> I want to see more of this kind of thing. It actually reminds me a lot of Ryan Otley style, but like with that, with that not grit, but more like density that you find from like a, a Kelly Jones or a Sam Keith. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, it was exactly the kind of breath fresh air I wanted. Batman looks like Batman looks in my mind. He's blue. He's got trunks. We didn't get the yellow disc, but like, whatever <laughs> they never use the yellow disc anymore. But like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And I loved it. Right? So read it. If you like Batman, you know, especially if you don't like Tom King's Batman.
1: Well, they yeah, there you go.
0: But it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I recommend it. But again, I'm also like, I understand that it is not a modern, it doesn't feel like a modern Batman story. It feels like an old Batman book you pull out of a long box. So like, take that with a grain of salt.
1: For me, I was like... Uh, I don't know. Like, I love watching Batman having to deal with mysticism because he does it all the time, but he's, like, always mad about it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the second that the giant specter shows up, he's like, oh, I'm going to throw grenades at you just uh, just to distract you and have to go away.
1: Yeah, all so right. trying to beat him. No, I just have to get away from this.
0: Yeah, and it's I, like, he knows you. I he's was, just going to get you.
1: Like, literally, Batman was like, I was dealing with some dudes who mm-hmm. were, like, trying to take money or whatever. Yep. And then like, and then I was dealing with a murder and now, no,
0: now the specter. Nope. Screw that. No. Nope, also, that's... I don't get to see the specter and Batman interact very much and they should. That's cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, Carlos Rodriguez says, uh, you guys been reading Immortal Hulk. It's great. Yeah. I heard that. Uh, I've read the first arc, maybe mm-hmm. second arc. Uh, yeah, I've read a lot of the Immortal the, the <laughs> in the last little bit, uh, and I know that you're supposed to be reading a lot of it, because it's supposed to be so great.
1: Yeah. Um, I've Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like Forever Night, but with the Hulk in it. Yes. Uh, Big Will says, how bummed were you when Constantine TV show ended before giving us the Spectre? I know, right? But, like, listen, they use him in everything. He's all over the place. There's no way they're not going to use the Spectre. Also, uh, you should be watching Swamp Thing. Yes. Because, like... <laughs> Because Swamp Thing is like, okay, so um, this is for a very specifically niche audience. We got paid a whole bunch of money from the state of Louisiana. So, like, we don't care about trying to CW wash this universe. So, like, who shows up in the Swamp Thing book besides Swamp or the shows besides Swamp Thing?
1: Madame Xanadu.
0: Madame Xanadu is in the Swamp Thing show. Blue Devil. The Blue Devil. Is in the Swamp Thing The Blue
1: Devil! And like, not just like, and this is like... Like a poster. poster! No. There is a
0: poster. There
1: is a poster, but, but like, also
0: a character. A character
1: who's like, part of it. Yeah. Part of well, it. Well, he's part of it. <laughs> uh,
0: who else is in it? Just got revealed in the newest episode. Oh, yeah. The Phantom Stranger. Thank
1: you. Uh, wait, we didn't watch the newest episode.
0: No, but he's in it. That's yeah. The name of the episode's called The Phantom Stranger. Oh, I didn't
1: look at that! I was like, what well, are you talking Phantom about? The Phantom Stranger's
0: in it. Like, try, I so, try not
1: to 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 ruin things for myself. I'm
0: starting to think <laughs> that maybe the Spectre might show up in the Swamp Thing show.
1: I could see that. I'm waiting for Zatanna because they're just making Justice League Dark. I know.
0: <laughs> By the way, if you know, I know Swamp Thing got canceled, but like you know, if you want to make a Justice League Dark show.
1: Well, I just I'm just so like disappointed at how well the show was going.
0: I know. Knowing that it's dead. Out of the gate.
1: But I'm just enjoying it.
0: First step. Blissfully
1: enjoying it. Before the show got launched,
0: they were like, we actually were reducing it from 13 episodes to 10. End the show. And make it a series finale. And we were like, oh, so the show's canceled. Then the first episode came out and people were like, and then they announced it was canceled. And people were telling me like, oh, did you know it was canceled? I'm like, yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. They told you it was canceled when they said it was a series finale. Yep. But yeah. Oh, excuse me. It was North Carolina, not Louisiana.
1: Oh. Well. So
0: Adam Azamoa helping us out very much. Thank you very much. Just first saying hi. Oh, Thanks a lot. Adam. Thank
1: you. Hi to
0: you. Uh, so yeah, uh, I recommend that book, and I recommend Swamp Thing as well. Watch it. Yeah, me too. We're gonna watch it later.
1: Oh, uh, body horror. Yeah, they weren't kidding about that. No, it's not kidding about that. No, no. There were things. There's something that happened in the last episode that I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> it's cool. This is
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. So. Anyway, what else do you have uh, recommendations? The last
1: thing I'm going to talk about before we uh, head on, there was a bunch of other things that came out. I just last didn't... thing
0: you're going to talk about. The last thing I'm we going to talk about. about. the big one. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like that's why, like, I'm just kind of cutting. Yeah, I
0: know this book. Okay. Cutting my
1: books here down to things I'm just really excited to talk about. Um, Conan. Conan. The Barbarian. The Life and Death of Conan, Part Seven. Jason Aaron making a big show on this episode of Off the Rack.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. He is really representing.
1: Yeah, this was great. This might be my favorite issue.
0: Wow! I mean, I still That's love the praise. one with
1: uh, with him as King Conan and the lion. That's really—they're all great. Mm-hmm. This one was really good. I really enjoyed this one. Um, quick summary of it: um, Conan shows up at Tortage, not to be confused with Tortuga, but no. it's basically the same thing. Fair enough. It's just a town where like salty sea dogs and other folks go, and and they're rough and tough, and they drink swill and sing shanties and if you have a seaworthy boat and a job to be done you can find a crew.
0: So it's just the A team but on the water?
1: No. Nothing, none of that we go to this town and then we leave this town. Oh. So like okay. um, Conan goes to a bar called On the Rocks. It is a it is a bar that is in a, the hull of a ship that was like shipwrecked. Cool. Really cool. I want to go there.
0: Well, you can't. I know. You shouldn't. It's dangerous. Right? So it's like a boat version of Nowhere.
1: Yeah. Um, but um, you he goes in there. It's a place where people get drunk and like come to drink alone and all that stuff. And Conan says, I'm not drinking, but I've, I hear you've got the best selection. And she's like, ah, a man who gets right down to business. And she takes him in the back and reveals a room filled with beautiful women.
0: Uh-huh. Of
1: like all varieties. She's like, we've got something to fill all of, of your desires. Uh-huh. Which would you like?
0: Right. He's like,
1: I'll take them all. I'll take them all. I'll take them all. Mm-hmm. And she la- looks at him and he's like, I- I'll buy them from you. I want them to own them. I- they're mine. Conan? Yes. And she's like, ha ha ha. And she quotes him a ludicrous price. He pays her in gold and leaves with them. <laughs> so he puts them in a cart. He rides on a horse. And they're like, what, what are you heck? doing with they're us? They're like, okay, so, so far they're all chatting amongst each other. Like, he hasn't tried to have sex with us. Mm-hmm. He's not really talking to us. Where do you think we're, we're going?
0: Yeah, is he going to eat us? What's yeah, going like, on? Yeah, like, what is
1: happening, right? They're like, I don't know, but all I can tell you is he's no master planner. So what does it matter? No, he's not. On the road, at one point, the two of the women try to bed him to try to, like, you know, figure oh. out what's going yeah. on. He has none of it. He lets them sleep in the tent, and he sleeps on the ground outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but he, his thoughts as he's looking at these women and he's with them, he thinks of Belit, the, Mm. the, um, pirate, the, the pirate queen, I should say. Um, and, um, one morning, I guess the next morning he's packing up he hasn't really slept because all he thought of was her Mm. and like their evenings together. And, um, one of the women sneaks up behind him and he's like, you're so light on your feet. You almost snuck up on me. But like, don't, you're not going to kill me. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she basically says like, you know, like where she came from, she had to learn to use these skills and such and to be light on her feet and like a shadow basically. Mm -hmm. And, um, he mentions the fact that, um, oh, she says like, are you leading us to our deaths or something worse than that? Because like, I've seen worse than that. Like. I'm good Mm -hmm. and he's like I've uh, he says he's escaped the slavers of uh, Mm Zambula he's like so I know what's worse than death Mm. and like he looks her in the eyes when he says it and like she's like how did you because that's where she was like she was like a slave to them as well yeah and he's just like here's the thing like when the need comes when the time comes you're going to need to be like quiet and swift with that blade in order to help the others okay and like that's it and like the other chicks show up and they're like, "What? What did he say? What's up?" Mm-hmm. It's like she goes, "It's not what he said. It's how he looked at me when he said it." I don't know about you, but I'll I'll ride with him. Oh! And they're like,
0: "Whoa!" Because
1: <laughs> like typically she's like unfeeling and yeah. like whatever, but she's in and like he's like cracked the the facade. rocky facade of her heart.
0: I see. Oh no! And
1: then Conan's like, "Okay, girls, hold up. You guys ride ahead, and if I live, I'll I'll find you on the coast." And they look up, and there's just like wolves everywhere. And like, they think to themselves, or like, there's like a like a thing about about men. There's like a legend that it says like, if you want to know if a man will be a good lover, see how he dances with steel. And they just they don't leave. They just just watch watch him slay these wolves. wolves, And they're all like, Whoa! (laughs) They're so on board. So then Conan goes out to eat some nights, or goes out to hunt some nights later. He comes back with almost like no food. He's like, the wolves must have scared everything away. Mm. Here's a, a a rabbit. And he comes back and the women have slaughtered an animal and they have it cooking and they have like a meal prepared for him and everything. And that he's like, they're like the chick he talked to earlier. She can track anything. This chick is like the best cook around. And like, yeah, they take care of him. Okay. And like, they tell their stories all night and they talk and like, they, they chat about who they are and blah, blah, blah. And at times they're not sure if Conan's listening, but occasionally (laughs) he laughs and he'll like grunt in agreement. And then they ask him about, about himself and like why he left. Like, um, why he left, uh, C- Cimmeria or Chimeria. Oh, yeah,
0: Chimeria. Uh, I don't know how to say it. And, um, he's only seen it right. Ra- yeah, it.
1: exactly. Yeah. He says because he knew that there were sites beyond in this world and he wanted to see them and mm-hmm. they would leave him stunned. And they're like, that's cool. So they finally get to their destination. They're he's like, we're here. <laughs> and it's like another port okay. with a boat. And he's like, there's a dude down there. His name is F- F- Fidus. Okay. And, um, he is a banker and he basically once a year he gets on this boat and he goes into these like cool underground gardens and caverns and what and he spends like a week there and like it's just like women and whatever and he's basically bedded every like whore in this town. Okay. But like, there's only one way to get on this boat, and it's if you bring him new ladies. Mm. And they're like, ah and he's like, but don't worry, like you'll be long gone before I kill him. <laughs> Like I'll get you. Like you'll be able to leave and you'll be paid. But and then I'll kill him. And they're like, "Oh, there must be a price on his head, right?" Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Well, you're not gonna have to worry about that." And then like he's like, "All right, let's go." And they're like, Whoa, "Hold on, you look like a shipwrecked pirate." Yeah. There's no way you're getting anywhere near there. And so they, they, they like they grab make him, him over. They make him over. They make themselves over. They, he lets them do the talking when they get there. They talk their way onto the boat. Mm-hmm. They, their, their weapons are taken, except Conan of course has various weapons hidden under pelts and such things. He's offered wine. The wine is drugged. The guy immediately knew that, that Conan was there and he was there to kill him. Yep. Conan awakens, hanging upside down over crocodiles of some sort. The ladies are, like, being held by guards. The guy's like, okay, well, Conan, goodbye, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And he drops him into the water. The guy turns around because he wants the women to be taken downstairs so they don't see this. But he's he'll deal, he'll deal with them later, personally. Mm-hmm. He turns around. The women have killed the guards. <laughs> he's like, oh, one of them takes... A sword and tosses it in after Conan, knowing that
0: he'll... He'll catch it or find he, it.
1: Yes, he'll be able to get free. He, in fact, does. And then they all just, like, slaughter everyone on board. Awesome. And he kills the man. Well, no. One of the women, I think, stabs him in his particulars. Uh-huh. And um, Conan is throwing him over to the same fate he was meant to, 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 to face. Go. And at the end of the day, they're like, Okay, so it wasn't about the money. Who was she? Oh, and it's a love story about Conan seeking vengeance for um, Belit's father, who was like the Dread Pirate, whatever. And um, it, this guy, I think, was a partner. Mm-hmm. And um, he is responsible um, for her, his, her father having died. Mm. And I think she, she never got their vengeance. And then she died. And so Conan carried out her last wish. Nice. Which was, which was to get vengeance. They go downstairs to the bath. They have a good time. The next morning, he leaves them. Mm-hmm. He's like, ladies, I'll, I'm, I'm taking my ship and I'm leaving. Here's your money. Take the horses. You're free. Yeah. And they're like, you're just going to leave after all of that, everything, everything we've been through? They're like, you know, you said you wanted to see the wonders. Like, it's right here, honey. Like, yeah. we're the wonders. Right, like, right. And, like, one of them is like, listen, like, you had love and you'll carry or he says he'll travel alone that's it and he's like she's like no but you'll carry him her with you at all times she will always be with her yeah and like you felt love at one point you shouldn't allow that not to happen again and he still leaves them
0: yeah naturally yeah
1: and then we see the future of conan where like because later on he would marry and he would have a child and they would both be taken Mm. or die and uh, so in the future as he's king conan being bled by the blood witches children Mm -hmm. um he cries out her name right Mm. before like he dies oh but then also was like not dead i don't know we'll see how that goes but like it's awesome it's just such a good story dope just like just seeing all these like like parts of conan this one in particular i was like this was just so well done yeah so well done
0: (laughs) so good there you go. You check it out.
1: Yeah, I highly recommend. Because a lot of them are just kind of like one-offs. Yeah. But like, there's a sto- an ongoing story going on.
0: With the King Conan stuff. Yes, yeah. like the
1: future, like the current stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I like the idea of the one-offs.
1: Yes, like a main story that's a one-off, but like this overarching thing. Yeah. So Batman Damned happened. Batman
0: Damned came out. Third issue. Mo- yeah. Much delayed. Batman Damned number three from Brian Azzarello and Libra Mayo. I've yes. always maintained. Do you have it here? No, I didn't buy it. I gotta get it. Oh. I you... I I bought it digitally, but I yes. don't have. the... I thought you bought the physical. I need to get the physical. Yeah, and I I just didn't get a chance. To, I didn't get around to getting those doors. That's today. fair. Uh, or last week. So <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, B- uh, Brian Azzarello. I've always maintained that Brian Azzarello has like a real disdain for superhero comics. That like his Batman comics are these like angry kind of like you know almost like resentful things where he's like, why do I have to read the, why do I have to write these friggin' books? I only want to do stuff like 100 bullets or Constantine. Like, yeah. I, why do I have to do this stuff about Batman? Why does that sell the most? And this book couldn't have been a more represent, more representative example of that being true. Uh, this is like, this has been a angry, miserable series from the get go. Uh, and the, it, it wrapped up in similar fashion and it took damn too long for it to get to its obvious, grimdark, like, f- you know, freshman in high school, edgy conclusion. Liebermeho's art is toppers, and he does a wonderful job. Uh, but his, like, this is a Constantine book. This is Justice League Dark the movie, and they also have to put Batman in it. Like, that's what this is. The, I, for me, it's like, so disappointing because like it could have said something and i think it tried to say something but because of the like the defanging of the book and the controversy that surrounded the first issue and the fact that issue two was not really that interesting it just felt like kind of like a whatever like it, you know what I mean? It didn't really blow me away, nor did it really break any new ground. It was just kind of like there. It felt like it felt like a Christmas Carol, which they did already called Batman Noel, which is also written and drawn by Lee Romeo. <laughs> Where it's like, look at this, look mm-hmm. at look at Batman visited by his spirits, and those spirits help Batman realize the truth about himself, and then he changes. That's this. Um. So yeah, it, it's. For me, I was like, why? At the end of the day. Right. It did some neat stuff. But that neat stuff was not why the book exists. You know, like, hey, you know who's in this book? Swamp Thing. Yeah. Why? Because they want to put Swamp Thing in the book. Okay. Like, but he doesn't do anything. He doesn't thematically make sense to be in the book. hmm And that happens with most of those characters. So that's... At the end of the day, I've, I I I wonder if it could have been better if it weren't ruined from the get go. So, what do you think of Batman Dan number three?
1: I enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is Why I
1: just sat here quietly well, because, no shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I I liked it. I didn't I didn't get the read that you got on it necessarily. Why is Swamp Thing in the book? I think because there's a potential that. Uh, that is because Batman felt he should be in the book because that may or may not be a reality that right. he's experiencing. And so, like, I enjoy open-ended books that earn it, and I think that this did earn it. Mm-hmm. This was for me a Silent Hillian Batman book,
0: it, big time.
1: Um, and so I really, honestly enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: It, I it, I think you need to read. You need to read it. All through. Yeah. And I think it'll be a lot better. Sure. Um, because then you go through the Batman journey. Cause like when you start to piece it together, you know, he re-meets all these different characters who mm-hmm. so are all characters that Brian Azarola would rather be writing about. Uh but like, you know, it's Constantine. By the way. He wants you to pronounce it Constantine. Yeah. Because that because he also does a whole there's a rhyming thing in you. Right. But like because in England, it's pronounced Constantine.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Uh, we've since Americanized it, and it's Constantine. But, like, Constantine, uh, in this book, he's he's in it. Etrigan's in it. Swamp Thing's in it. Uh, the Enchantress is in it. Kind of. Kind of. Or she's death. Eh. Uh, there's a lot of, like, these... Oh, Dead Man's in it. Zatanna. Zatanna's in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can see all these different... Ghostly slash magical based characters who were all there in service of this like version of Batman and I think like because they were kind of like this version of Batman has appeared in three books yes Joker Noel and this Mm -hmm. and Noel's kind of related because it just looks physically like Batman of those two books but Lear Mayo wrote that Azarillo did not Mm -hmm. so like really you're only basing this off of Joker and damned so like I don't and and then with issue 2 they tell you like they give this whole interesting thing about Batman's upbringing and how Thomas Wayne was a philanderer and Martha mm-hmm. Wayne you know was like d- had depression and there's all this interesting stuff going on with like this this reimagining and this reinterpretation of Batman's origin. But I don't know that and it's only and you only did that in one issue out of three issues. So like what else is different if you're going to set Batman against this this unfamiliar world? But make Batman also unfamiliar. For me, it doesn't quite hold because, like, you need to take the origin and the identity of Batman for granted if you're going to put him through the ringer to change, you know, to go into this, like, metamorphosis, if you will. I, I think. I think it's stronger if you know who Batman is ob- without reading the book because you're trying to do too many things. You know, you're trying to have this, like, weird, I deserve this redemptive arc for Batman but we don't even know like what he did or why definitively. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of interpretation and that this issue leaves that up to you. Um, But again, like you need to know who he is to be like, Oh look, like he's set against Thing, or like constant. What's Constantine's whole thing. What's he doing? Mm -hmm. Why is he doing this? Who, you know, I, is any of this real? I don't know. It just, it, it seemed a little odd. And I remember making a point about this back in white Knight. Yeah. We talked about this on bad issues. Uh, I mentioned how like, you know, Joker's a murderer. He does all these things. He's, he's this horrible guy. And why would they give him these, these passes that yeah, happen yeah. in this Elseworlds book? And then, and I got a lot of flack for it in the comments of people being like, um, it's an alternate reality. You don't know this Joker. This Joker might not be a mass murderer. And it's like, but they want you to, have the weight and gravitas of the Joker while also, like, taking for granted the, like, you know, the the, the skipped steps that you need in order to have Joker be freed from Arkham. Mm -hmm. And in this world, in this Batman-damned world, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Joker gets some kind of interesting play in this story. I don't want to spoil too much, but we will get into spoilers from here on out, so spoilers. Um, But, like, you get that change with Joker... But like, is this the same Joker as the Azarello Bermejo Joker book? Right. Is he a monster? Is he a mass murderer? Is Batman a to- like an idiot? Like, wh- what's going on here? I I don't know. Like, you know? <laughs> no, good I like. Well, like what? At the- okay, so at the end, Batman's like, I ki- like, I didn't kill Joker. I just let him die. Yeah. Right. Okay, right on. And so I'm going. So he's like, he's 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 a Christmas caroling through the, this gauntlet of otherworldly characters, who are like telling, who, who are punishing him more or less as he gets to the reality, which is like, I'm, you know, I I, I did let him die, and I wish that like, and, and I feel guilty about it, mm-hmm. and I want absolution, and I I would do anything to get it. Including letting this mass murderer live, right? And he does. Yes. But maybe he didn't. Like maybe Joker never died. Yeah, because which- like there's that whole like you don't see who's under the the thing, and it's like I just I wish he were alive. The moment where Batman says I wish he were alive, I was like, get out of here. Well, like. You- No amount that that just for me, that's the Azzarella thing. It paints Batman as such a like black and white, pathetic person who's like, I would rather let my I would rather be morally clean than let this atrocity take place.
1: Yeah, but isn't that how Batman is all the time? Batman could just kill the Joker,
0: yes, he could.
1: So he, he would rather yeah, be absolved than yes. stop the atrocities well, he does. It, but in
0: the comics, but I this think... this Batman
1: admitted that. No,
0: I think that's that's an interpretation to Batman. For me, the mainstream comics, Batman believes in the law and that there are better ways. Mm. That, like, if I kill the Joker, it's not that I'll become a murderer and I'll kill everyone. Right. It's that, like, I've proven to Joker that law and order does not exist. Mm-hmm. That there is no true, like, justice. <laughs> and... That his way works. Mm-hmm. And I will not do that. I will... I, and and sure, it's moral, but it's also like, Joker deals... He literally deals in murder and death, but he also deals in the, like, the... the uh, not the otherworldly, but more like the higher concept thinking of like, no, I need to destroy Batman fundamentally.
1: Right. I think what you don't like is that this is a Batman with regret.
0: Oh, I'll take a Batman with regret. But, like,
1: th- that's a regret. That's a regret. He's like, I shouldn't have done that.
0: Right. And but like, maybe but, he like, didn't ever.
1: But like, yeah, but... In the context of whatever, like mm-hmm. would it have been better if he had just saved him? Right.
0: Well and then, then then it's any Batman story.
1: Right, but he was still going to die.
0: Yes. Well was he? Because he didn't.
1: No, Batman was going no, to I'm die.
0: No, I'm saying, but, but was he? Because he didn't. Like no, Batman he did die. But like he didn't though, because he was on this journey. Yeah, and it's no, like but if but, but if he did it die wasn't a
1: journey of like in the physical.
0: I know, but if he did die, then yeah. he really didn't do anything. Like, then he didn't actually let the Joker live. You know, he didn't... Nothing he did had consequence.
1: No, he did... Wait, what?
0: If he didn't die... Yeah. Then he could be... He could feel guilt over what he did. And he could go through this physical story.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying, like, no matter what, Batman was going to die.
0: Right. Well, he thought so, but then he... You're led to believe when you're reading the first two issues that he is physically alive. And yes. then in the third one, no, he was actually maybe never alive. Maybe though. And that's the thing I'm saying. Is no, I don't like, think
1: there's any maybe. He's dead.
0: Well, he's dead now.
1: Batman dead.
0: Right. <laughs> I, think, I mean, like, I think that's the interpretation. That no, I think
1: 100% Batman is is, is is gone. And like the journey he went on didn't, didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. And so like we have to call into question whether or not anything that he remembers about Martha and Thomas Wayne actually being a reality. Right. Because, like, he's looking to punish himself. Yes. So, like, he may not be remembering things accurately, or he may be, like, putting a like a spin on them, or they may not have happened at all, Well, I honestly. remember them saying
0: that, like, there were unreliable narrators in this book. And yeah. All, and, like, that you assume it's Constantine, but he doesn't really do anything or say anything.
1: No. Like, at all. Well, no, because, so, like, he, I think it's just... I, I think Constantine, Constantine, whatever. I'm going to say Constantine. Yeah. Um, is is really just doing him a favor by trying to help him pass on. Mm-hmm. Because he can't.
0: Why would he do that, though? Like, that character doesn't seem to care about much of anything. <laughs> Why is he suddenly concerned with Batman? I don't
1: know. Maybe he just thinks it's the right thing to do. I think it's because Brian Azrael
0: likes Constantine. Well, I think it's also... Him.
1: There aren't a whole lot of characters who have that ability. Right. And who would know. And who could do something about it. Well, but this him. is
0: also, like a total different universe and so you could literally use anybody or make anything up.
1: All right. I mean, like, for me, like, like it's literally, it's the journey of James Sunderland in Silent Hill 2. Absolutely. No, and it's... like, so like, I see nothing wrong with that because mm-hmm. it's not a Batman of continuity right. at all. So no. it's like, it's just an exploration of a different type of Batman. mm mm-hmm.
0: um, Yeah. No, I know. I mean, I and I think it is, it, it, it succeeds in its own, in, in being its own thing. Mm-hmm. But it presupposes a lot of things and it makes it. I think it thinks that it's mic dropping at the end and it's not.
1: I mean, like, I. Maybe I was just enjoying the journey, but That's like, fair. I wasn't trying to meta read it. So, like, when it did happen, I was like, nice.
0: Yeah. Well, right. for me, I, I thought
1: it was like pretty, like, ballsy to just be like no he died
0: right and i like that idea i'm fine with a batman who dies and a batman who needs to who, who pun punish- it i like silent hill 2 silent hill 2 batman <laughs> but like there's this weird there's a weird i can't help but meta read it because the last page is literally a recreation of brian boland's killing joke okay why are you making why why are you doing that why am I seeing that? Why are you doing the re is it the rebirth of Joker? Is it the Joker wasn't going to make it, but because Batman wanted him to survive, he does.
1: Right. right. Is right. it a
0: rebirth? Well, it could and if also... so, like, why is it killing joke?
1: I, 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 it could be instead of, um, instead of it being that interpretation, it could be that, um, Azarello has a, a, a distinct appreciation for that book. And instead of like, you know how there's that fan theory that like um, Batman kills Batman the Joker. kills the Joker, yeah. and it's the other, it's the 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 coin toss. This is another right. like universe, another a multiverse in which Batman didn't make it.
0: Right. I mean, it definitely if you if you're in if you're interpreting it as Batman dies, Joker lives, mm-hmm. and you also subscribe to the Grant Morrison theory that Batman killed Joker mm-hmm. in Killing Joke, then the reason why the last page is the killing joke paid panel for panel, mm-hmm. to the point where it's kind of infringing, mm-hmm. uh, then I guess they're trying to say, Oh, I'm doing a flip. Yeah. Like, Oh, look at that. Yeah. It's, it's just a little odd.
1: Right. All right. I mean, like, I guess for me, like I, like but knowing, knowing this, like this from this last issue and like, now we're going back and re-examining everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like Batman's strange choices in this oh, yeah. make more sense. The the oddities of some of the things that we saw I think makes a little more sense certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman attempting to use a scientific mind when dealing with basically metaphysical. being metaphysical and being in like a purgatory yes. is cool even though he's put himself in, in like almost a hell of his own creation oh, to yeah. some degree. Like I, I don't know I, I got I, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing is the end, the last page, I don't think he is dead. Okay. Because the last page is Joker's Haas Mm -hmm. made into a, like a, a, a flatlining, like a, like a life signs thing. And that could be the Haas. It could be Joker. But like, he physically comes out of the water. So like, he's fine. I don't need like another visual that says Joker's fine. I think that's Batman coming back to life.
1: He's in the morgue.
0: Yeah, but, like, <laughs> we also dealt with Dead Man, Swamp Thing, and Constantine, and Zatanna. Right. So, like, magic, though.
1: Okay. I um, mean, it could be that his acceptance of it gives him a, a chance. You know what I That's mean? what I'm saying, and, like, yeah. breaks the deal. Right. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's because he killed him that, like, he broke the deal.
0: Yeah. And, well, like, he didn't kill him.
1: No, but he didn't save him.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's not murder, according to Chris, Chris Nolan. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, I I,
1: I... I think there's a lot to there's it lots potentially? One yeah. Um and at the end of the day it could be like you said there's nothing to it, but like I think oh, no, it's I, mean, like, I think it's worth there. a conversation. Well, we're having and, it. oh no, I know. I'm just I was saying but, oh, to yeah, others yeah, um, that like it's worth a conversation to have and I think it's definitely worth a read because again, it's going to read differently yeah. Now that we're past controversy. I mean when it's still controversial, it's but like un- we're past that point of like the delays due to controversy. Yeah, they
0: had to re- redraw the friggin' book. Yeah. Twice. Yeah.
1: And so you do have to keep that in mind too that this isn't one hundred percent the creator's story, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and but there has to be some like through line that yeah. like is probably still correct and accurate
0: i would hope so mm-hmm. uh it, it's too bad i, I saw somebody actually mention like why was the why was the bat penis scene in there if yeah. that if he died and it's like well that one you gotta take that one and it's like because he was he was he it's like it's like a birthing he's naked like
1: well, well no we, 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 i mean like well I've you know been... what watch <laughs> on, watch no. our
0: episode about it we'll talk, yeah, we talk because about i i it did get
1: hour. I, we got confirmation that that's correct. My yes. interpretation of that scene. Yes, we did. It's correct. So
0: watch uh, watch the comic <laughs> line on it. We so, got we got we got confirmation from the creators. So check it out.
1: Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah.
0: For me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think like uh, there, but then there's like other like what do you yeah there's visuals and interpretations that need to be made and need to be un, like need to be analyzed. In order to truly get a full, complete understanding of the book. So, like, don't be surprised if, like, you're mad at it right away and you need to, like, read the other two books. Yeah. In order to get it all back together. Yeah. Because I haven't read the first two issues again since they came out.
1: I peeked at the second issue before reading this. Yeah. I don't know if that made a difference.
0: The second issue is certainly more substantive.
1: Or, like, this is the kind of, like, story that, like, I... Enjoy, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, there's something to that too. Where yeah. it's just like, this is the kind of thing that I typically am. Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm down for this. I'm down for like a like a story that's going to make me question if what it, what there is meaning to and what there is not meaning right. to. Well, because there's it. also
0: the whole the whole visual of Bruce Wayne basically like l- like killing his parents.
1: Yes, or like, and like, and that's what I was like sorry. That's where to, his
0: guilt comes. But from. But that's
1: where I'm starting to question what was actually truth in the book and what wasn't because it's like. Clearly, this Bruce Wayne has a warped sense of of reality and, and, and past and, mm-hmm. and his, his own history. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something kind of intrinsically cool about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the idea that he's like, I killed my parents. Right. And it's like, no, you
0: didn't. Well, but like, what? <laughs> unless like there are real enchantresses in death and dead man, and he does make a deal, or he does at least... Yeah, he makes a deal with that with with the with the creature in the alley, and right? Yeah, like she in, entices him to go to the alley, and I know, I remember that being. I remember thinking about that and being like, so, oh, like that's his visualization of like maybe she does really lure him in, and right. but, like that's not his fault." But then, like, she is like she re- heavily suggests that like he is he basically like ba- like almost makes a deal for his own life,
1: right? But it could also be instead that like she is in placing herself into his memories right, and that it's more like it's almost the devil. Yeah. And like, he, they're like, I want your soul mm-hmm. because like, you're not as, as good as you think you are. And yeah. i let me show you yeah, something be... that is like not potentially a truth.
0: Yeah. It could be a like temptation of Christ, like in the desert kind of situation. Yeah. Um,
1: Where it's like a warping of reality mm-hmm. through their lens. But like, because he's in such a bad place mentally that like it's more accepting yeah. of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta jump into them and reread them and see them from the perspective of Batman died.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so it's interesting to think about it and then like how he's set against every character and what that character does. It's, it's for me, it's frustrating that like the only time we really get a full analysis of Batman's past mm-hmm. is into, and it's so specific. That's the other yeah, thing, is that like it's so specifically about Thomas and Martha's like familial issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that, like, did... And I don't remember, like, does Bruce not remember that or get it? Are they trying to show him that that was what was going on? It's a whole... That's a whole thing. Yeah, exactly. But issue three basically pulls the curtain back and says, like, it ends with the death of Batman. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. That Joker doesn't die. Maybe. Right. And... That the whole thing is a psychodrama slash morality test for Batman. Mm. I, think that's, I think that's what three is. Yeah. Three is like, hey, by the way, the whole thing was the temptation of Batman. Remember the last temptation of Christ when Jesus, uh, the idea in this movie was that like uh, Jesus never gets crucified. Right. And the movie just keeps going. Right and you know, he meets paul and paul of course the first like christian more or less and he mm-hmm. was a he was a christian hunter who then like met the risen jesus in the in the street mm-hmm. and he is like i'm I, I'm, a, I'm a christian now and peter's like you're a fraud but uh but jesus the the the, the uncrucified jesus meets paul And the unfree crucified Jesus is like, Paul, what are you doing? Like, stop talking about me. No, no, no. I was a man. I lived and I I I lived. I was I was saved. I didn't crucify I didn't get crucified. I got married and I moved on. He's like, well, then you are a fraud. Get away from me. Right. And uh, that like it's it's not until he realizes that like the life he could have had is the temptation. Right. Right, 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 right. And that when he accepts that he can't have that. He, like, blinks and realizes he was crucified. Yeah. And he accepts his death. Yeah. In this, it's like Batman being like, this is my last case I gotta solve. And it's like, nah, actually, like, you were dead the whole time.
1: Right. And, like,
0: when you accept it, then, and you accept your your punishment slash sin, then you can move on.
1: Mm. And it's
0: when he does that. and, And maybe the sin of Batman is that he would rather see Joker make it and have his soul be clean okay you know then 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 see the world be better yeah without him in it
1: right 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 i think i'm struggling um with the idea that he was always dead because even though we really put the emphasis on him being a a child and like a potential deal in an alley yeah all that um later on when he goes to the morgue Mm -hmm. um the like specter there says that he fought through hell for his soul. Mm -hmm. Like, as though like the experience he just had now was like either him getting his soul back. Like maybe he did, I Mm, guess. Yeah. Make that deal. But like, I don't know. I don't know. Or or he made a deal on the bridge. Right. Or I don't know.
0: Uh, Yeah. I, I,
1: but like at this point, at least he has it back.
0: I definitely think that like the interpretation of, I think the, the, the descent and ascension from hell is like when he faces off against Etrigan in the club.
1: Oh, you think it's that? I, I think it's when he, that is hell. Oh, I That's was. thinking... That's why it's the
0: demon. I
1: was thinking it was literally when he goes for the seance because, like, oh, yeah, we yeah. see like this like magical like like either escape or mm-hmm. like being like drawn back in of something from Batman.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I I think that it's more like what's it called like like Faustian when he goes through hell. Okay, like in he's the going club. through the different. Yeah.
1: Rings, maybe exactly, or like,
0: or the very least that like he needs to he needs to go through hell to to reach this this enlightenment.
1: Perhaps this is just the steps.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the whole damn thing could actually be like like a Dante esque. Here are all the levels. I mean, well,
1: I was thinking just like, and and we're finally at acceptance,
0: right? Yeah, they all could be. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, the book is called Batman Damned, so it's about Batman going to hell
1: yes but it's what is he damned for and i think that that's maybe what azarella was trying to make us question is he damned because he doesn't think to or does not want to save joker is he damned because of what happened in the alley did that actually happen that way and it could be tainted
0: yeah it could be that batman thought he was damned for the deal but it's really because of what he did as batman like it's what he did with joker
1: yeah like it was all cool until it wasn't yeah it wasn't
0: it was all cool until you decided to like break that one thing you cared about yeah. Or that you decide to actually break, like, one of my rules.
1: Right, right, right. I and don't know. It, what I do like about it is that he, like, in his reasoning for not saving him is because yes. he knows he's going to die. And he's, he's he, he doesn't think anyone else can. He's, he's afraid of what he'll do in his absence. Yeah. Like, that's, that's
0: cool. But that's why I was like, that sucks. I mean, like, and that might be why it's so 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 frustrating to see Batman go and Joker stay. Yeah. Because of what he's saying. And it's like that Joker is that, like... Horrible of force and that nothing can stop him except for Batman.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: and then you got to read Joker again because, like, there's a whole thing about, like, the, the them being in this, like, kind of, like, unending battle.
1: Right. Well, I guess what I think is, like, interesting about, like, yes, it, that does suck that, you know, he would do right. that. It's but a it's, sad ending. Right, I mean, but <laughs> it's only here that it's, like, he realizes that, like.
0: Maybe it wasn't that.
1: Well, it wasn't just that, but it was like, I made it for the right reasons, but I still made the wrong choice. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's like a cool, like admittance or like admitting moment for him. Yeah. It's
0: more mature than just saying like, you know, I did it for the right reasons. Yeah. The end. It's like, yeah. no, you, but you still did the bad, like you still still the bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you don't get to walk away.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Right. It's interesting too. Like I, I, I don't know if we want to like I, we gotta kind of cut this short. At this yeah, we gotta wrap we're, up. We're gotta we're getting not even short. Like we've been going for like an hour and a half. Yet. Yeah. Um. But like the whole Harley Quinn thing.
0: Yeah. The 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 rape of uh, of Batman by Harley I, Quinn because yeah. she straight up does.
1: Right. Well, then I think he does.
0: But you think Batman rapes her?
1: Not. No. I think they just. Oh, sorry. No. He rapes her. No. I don't even think it is. I think no, they.
0: He does because. I remember the last page was yeah. him getting her. Yes. Constantine says. Right. Well, then I think you need a pack of smokes. He's referring to the after. Yeah, exactly.
1: But I'm not sure how much of it is actually... like. I'm I'm just saying, like... I don't know. Yeah, did that actually happen? Oh, I don't know. Did it happen? And, like, who wants it? Who doesn't want it in that situation? So I don't know what to to necessarily refer to that. Well, yeah, because
0: Harley was going to rape him, and then he gets the upper hand. But what I
1: was going to say was, I think what's more interesting about that is, is she is... I mean, like, she's revealed as Harley at that point, but she was dressed as the Joker earlier. Yeah. And so, like is that like Batman, like again, in this like potentially happened, didn't happen sort of thing. Like, is that like an indication towards like this, like weirdly like primal interaction that he and the Joker have? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, know. (laughs) cause she's very specifically dressed as him.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Before revealing that it's her, obviously. Yeah. That's
0: why she's on the cover of the second issue. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, lot lot more to talk about. I think we should like we'll we'll try to table it and get into it more as like a full piece. Yeah, because you know that'd yeah. be fun. Once
1: <laughs> we'll you do a bad issues, where Sal explains it from his perspective and I try to explain it from my own, and that'll be a nightmare.
0: Right, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting nonetheless. It's 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 art and worth discussing and and valuable. So you know, keep that in mind yeah. when you say like it sucks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it's, like, you like it, it may not be for you, and, like, you may think it does suck, but, like, I would definitely consider, like, a reread if you have all three issues, like, together. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah, then, well, because that'll help. Yeah. Let me give you context at the very least. I think it's interesting because, like, I wish we had the pure product. It's funny because, like, Black Label has more or less, like, become where you put... PG-13 hard-rated books Mm -hmm. now. It used to be R-rated, but now it's not. Um, And yet, they seemed rather superficial. And this actually was, like, maybe trying to do something.
1: It really was. um, I know a lot of people, for them, are turned off by this concept. (laughs) Yeah, well, I
0: hate a joker. I know, but I was gonna say,
1: like, instead you should, like be excited by this, if nothing else, then because A, it tried something, and B, it just, look, if this isn't your Batman, that's great. Well, it's because there's that, four that,
0: issues of that Batman. Well, that's all you get. Like, I was going
1: to say that that means that your Batman is that much stronger because he didn't go down this type of path. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is the this is the examination of a very different Batman in a very different world and in a very different mental state. Yeah.
0: And it's not talking about I don't, it might not even be that like Azrael is trying to say something about Batman.
1: No, it just it and it like I'm I'm telling you there's something to be said for the fact that it's like I'm not he's not saying this about all Batmans he's saying that this is what, That's what I'm with saying this. Yeah. this this Batman in particular things didn't work out yeah you know and yeah. like w- like why don't we explore that
0: right agreed so uh, in the comments down below uh, you know if you get a chance uh, let us know your interpretation of Batman Damned is he dead or not. I'd like to know, right? And we'll continue that conversation there. But we'll also try to jump into it more deeply in the future. Okay. Uh, for now, though, uh, you know it's Spider-Man week, so we're not going to be able to do that.
1: No, like, but... like uh, that's it. We just really want to talk about. It. There's a lot to yeah. talk yeah. about. Maybe I, I sound can make like it a... I didn't talk about it at all. No, prior no. But maybe
0: we can get it, make it into a Bat Issues episode where it's like instead of talking about the book, we'll uh, you know we'll get we'll talk more broadly about yeah, the discussion. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. But
0: uh, it's interesting. It's something of its own. It's funny how like. That concept is actually, I think, more damning and dark than like showing nudity. And it's like, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, like you, they really miss
0: the mark, guys. <laughs> like, we, I don't know. Oh. Uh, Algie Tri says, "Put these ten dollars in a jar fund for an Elseworlds exchange with Rob from Comics Explained." Rob's welcome anytime. We had, I think, we did one episode with Rob on it. Uh, but he and Benny both have an have an open invitation and neither of them have ever taken me up on it again. <laughs> and I've said out loud, like, you should come on the show. And they both said out loud, I can't wait. And then that's never happened. And the show is over three years old. Uh, Z Burn says, uh, Raid, Walmart, Superman, definitely recommend Up in the Sky. That's the new Tom King Superman book. Uh... With, I think, Andy Kubert on art. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it because uh, I don't read, recommend anything by Tom King. So, you know, except for Vision. Mr. Miracle. And Mr. Miracle. But uh, anything, anything, you know, traditional superhero, I would, <laughs> I would avoid. Uh, he also, for me, I'm putting him in the penalty box as far as anything's concerned for at least the like the next few box. months after Heroes in Crisis came out. It was just I like
1: the penalty box. Just
0: like I'm not reading anything you're writing for yeah. at least six months, regardless of what it is. Because of how horribly you botched Heroes in Crisis. Mm. Uh, So with that in mind, uh, before we go, I wanted to say out loud, like, hey, listen, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much to the Super Chatters for doing that. But more importantly, uh, we have another side hustle going on over on a purple video streaming network. It might be the largest competitor to YouTube, which is why I'm not saying it out loud, but check it out uh it's over there Uh, you can find a link to it in the description below but tiffany does streaming over there where she plays video games uh, (laughs) on a near uh on a near dual weekly basis yeah sundays and wednesdays so this upcoming wednesday they'll be streaming a game check it out come hang out with (laughs) us uh you can also join us on everything from discord to reddit to uh, you know instagram to twitter all links below check them out Find out what's right for you and, and, and follow us there. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll continue conversations therein. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we'll yeah. see you guys next week with another episode of Off the Rack. And stay tuned this week for a bunch of comic book stuff, specifically about Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man comes out tomorrow. I'm releasing back issues on the same day to try and catch some of that magic. Ooh. As a result, um, Elseworlds will come out on Wednesday another Spider-Man themed episode with Jack from Red Letter Media. That's awesome. He's going to be joining me to talk about (laughs) it. We had some audio issues, so forgive us about that, but uh, it's a fun episode. Uh, And then more streaming and and, and other stuff coming out. Awesome. See you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Bye. (laughs) Bye.